0: Faith is the Alliance national Podcast. I don't make this
1: stuff up. You know if you put Jesus Christ first that he'll look after all your bills? It's not
0: fake, it's faith.
1: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the AAI Podcast. I'm Jason Sylvester, a.k.a. Diogenes Mayberry. And this week we have Thomas Baer joining us. And Thomas is the founder and creator of the Off the Chain Atheist website. And he's living in Austin and he's done quite a few things with the atheist community there. And so he's here to talk to us this week about what he's up to and his Facebook group. So thank you, Thomas, for joining us and welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Great.
1: It's yeah. lovely to have you on. So yeah.
0: I, I was invited
1: to Third Time's Charm. Sorry? Third Time's the Charm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've tried a couple times to have you on, but just issues. So you you created Off the Chain Atheists, and you've got about a uh, little over four thousand members now. So can you yeah. maybe tell us a little bit what uh, what prompted you to to create this this page, and how did you grow to to four thousand members?
0: Uh, well, if you'd asked me years ago if I'd be doing any of the things I'm doing now, really in that regard, I you know wouldn't believe it, but. Uh, it's a long story, I started I grew up in the Methodist Church. Uh, but when I was young I had questions and questions were it was directed towards my mom or towards, you know, the youth pastor or whoever. And I always got BS non answers, you know, such as who are we to question the Lord or the pastor because he's a man of God, uh, or God works in mysterious ways and answers that didn't make sense. And then I'd go t- Then I would get told, you know, go run along and play now. And playtime was far more important as a kid, so that was enough to distract me. <laughs> uh, over the years, uh, the quest- my questions and doubts came back and grew. Uh, so, and I still got the same BS, non-answers from the clergy. So I started researching for myself, you know, looking for answers. And one of the things I did was I uh, researched various religions, how they formed. And I learned about how you know religions came they were built upon you know the beliefs you know of the people before them and all uh, and I eventually came to the realization that all religions were b s uh, then let's see that was my that was my early twenties I guess probably twenty three twenty four when I fully said the change of religious lives uh, but I was a closet atheist. Up until 2016, I think 2015 or 20, yeah, 2016. Because I only knew two, maybe three other atheists in person. Everyone else around me was, uh, you know, Christians. Uh, This is before I moved here to Austin. Austin is like an oasis in the middle of the Bible Belt. (laughs) Uh, So in 2016, I joined Facebook solely to try to find a couple of friends from high school had no other interest in it at all, and, uh, and I discover, uh, discovered some atheist groups and discovered that there was a lot more people than, than I realized out there that thought that, you know, like I did, and no longer believed and so on, and uh, I started making memes, and after a while, a few of my friends told me that some of my memes might make good shirt designs. And so that's when I started my LMX X designs, and not too long after that, my off the chain atheist uh storefronts uh <clears throat> for that and around the same time, one of my friends suggested that maybe I make a group to go along with my pages and so on uh so that's how the group got started. I didn't think it would ever you know amount to be much of anything at the time uh but uh. It grew significantly the last couple of years uh, with a real girl after Atheist Day 2019. Uh, Atheist Day ATX 2019, the Capitol Rally event, it was my greatest accomplishment in life thus far. Uh, my pride and joy. It was in a, a long concurrence with the uh, Atheist Republic's International Atheist Day Uh, That was uh, I wanted Navib's uh, idea. Uh, I joined the ACA, the Atheist Community of Austin, just uh, prior year in in August, August of 2018. No, September, September of 2018. And uh, when I I heard about International Atheist Day, and so uh, I asked the guys at the ACA, uh, James Boone, he was the president at the time, if they knew about it, if they were planning anything for it. They didn't, so I told him what I knew about it, and he basically put the ball in my court to see if I could organize anything. Uh, This is the first event of any kind, only thing I was ever organized before was a six to seven person chess club in junior high. (laughs) Uh, But I had an idea that I wanted something, you know, at the Capitol Grounds, state Capitol. So the first thing I did was I Googled what it took to have an event on the Capitol grounds. And I found out, found out the, the process it took, what papers I had to file, et cetera, et cetera, what permissions I had to get, so on. And I was able to secure that. And uh, with the help of Jamie and uh, Eric Murphy and the others at the ACA, uh, we put on a hell of an, it. It exceeded our expectations. You know, How many people stand up? Uh, we expected about like 60, 75 people, and the actual count ended up being around 150 to 175. Uh, still a small loop, but it was, it was about twice the size of what we expected. Uh, and it was awesome. We had Aaron Raw, Eric Murphy, Seth Andrews, uh, Noah Legends, uh, Tracy Harris, uh, a few uh, we had 10 speakers total for the Capitol Rally event. And then that evening, Seth uh, Andrews uh, talked about social media—something to do with social media. I can't remember what it was now. So it was—it was it a was great, it was fun. Uh, so yeah, uh, I can't think of where to go with that after that.
1: Yeah. Well, it was cool that you managed to get some of those guys. Um, Aaron lives in in Austin too, doesn't he? Or I know he's in Texas. Uh, Aaron lives in Dallas. In Dallas, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why I'm so nervous with it. I've done a few of these now before. My last couple were all good, but... <laughs> so the just, reason on guys, the call. just
1: a couple guys chatting, so... Okay, and so uh, you, you've also got a, a, a graphic uh, artist... Um, is it a store that you actually have where you're, you're doing atheist memes and, and graphic art? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I've got two storefronts. Uh, one of them is Element X Designs. And that's for everything that's non-atheist. I got it ranges from uh, ganja to humor to geek uh, to humanism, uh, science and stuff like that, whatnot. Quite a few different things. And then my other store off the chain Atheist, is specifically for all my atheist designs. Uh, my main I've got three or four storefronts. But my main two are on Spreadshirt.com. Which is a uh, directed garment uh, fulfillment uh, company. Basically, it's directed garment printing. And whenever somebody orders an item, whether it be one item or 10 items, they then print the items, ship it, they get their chunk first, and in each month I get you know, my change was the profit, which is if a sale originates from my, from my actual storefront, I make five, eight dollars depending on what the product is. Uh, If it originates from their uh, marketplace, which more of my sales come from their marketplace than my shops, then I only get three to five. But it's something that occupies some of my time, keeps me busy some of the time. I enjoy doing it. And in a small way, it's a check off my bucket list that I never thought I'd have. Uh, The Element X designs, there's actually a story behind that. And that name I came up with when I was in high school, my junior and senior year uh, in art class. At the time, I was uh, after graduation, I went in the Army, and I was going to use the GI Bill to go to RIT up in New York, Rochester Institute of Technology for both art and photography. My plan was to get a job at Kodak, which is practically next door to the college, and then Worked there for however many years, and then eventually I wanted to do something with a magazine like you know Texas Monthly or some kind of magazine like that. My ultimate goal was I wanted to be both a National Geographic photographer, and I also wanted to have my own art or photography studio or company of some sort. Uh, after uh, I ended up getting sick in basic training with bronchial pneumonia. And was in the hospital for several weeks, so I missed too much training and they gave me entry level separation as if I'd never been in the army to begin with. so there went g i bill there went RIT, and all that so then, after you know the rest of my years, i guess up until like, 2016, 2017, i said twenty sixteen twenty seventeen that just wasn't something I thought that. I would accomplish in any form or fashion at all. I thought that was, you know, just grasping it, you know, air, you know, basically after the life I've had, you know, it's not bad and many others have had it far worse, but we still, we all have our own lives and issues we deal with. But now that I'm doing this, even though it's just, I average 15-ish to 20-ish a month in sales, yeah, you know, it's just a little fair change, you know, a couple bags of smokes, bag of weed, you know. But it's something. You yeah. know, and it's and it's mine and and it is using that name that I came up with in high school. So I say it's not a major, you know, you know, touchdown, you know, it's not a touchdown from one end of the field to the other. <laughs> <That's not laughs> some miracle of like that. But it's something. You know, and I'm content with that.
1: And so you are off the chain atheist designs are you are you having some luck with that selling to the the community? Yeah,
0: yeah, I have. I've, I've I probably I haven't really paid that close attention to which my which my storefronts uh, receive more sales, but I would guess it's pretty close to neck and neck, fifty fifty percent. Uh, I'm not able to. I'm on uh, disability so SSI SSDI income. So I'm not able to afford paid advertising of any kind on Facebook or Google or anywhere else, Instagram and whatnot. So I rely basically on word of mouth, people liking my pages or posts, sharing my pages and posts, and so on. So that's how to grow my audience. Uh, uh, my numbers for my pages are far, far, far below where I they should be for as long as I've had the pages. But again, it's just me doing it. I don't have a team like a lot of these other pages do. You know, like I've got a friend of mine, the mate Cornelius. Uh he's with uh, the page he's with is in In Our Lucid Dreams is the name of his page. But he has a whole team of people that work with him on it and their followers, likes and followers just exponentially blew up. Like right off the bat, you know, from almost from the time we started it. And you know, and it was far exceeded mine within just a month. (laughs) So, but there's only so much one person can do.
1: Yeah. And some people just have that social media knack and others don't. So, you know, some, some people thrive and some just kind of, yeah. so, I mean, it's, it's not everybody has, you know, you, you have your graphic art skills. Other people have social media skills. Right. Right. Not unexpected.
0: Yeah. And I've also done a few social media graphics for some friends. Uh, both, those are there some that I just designed for fun of it for them, and said, "Hey, here, I made this for you." And others, I had a couple of like requests. I've done done two or three freelance uh, gigs. The last one, I designed a business card for a friend, of, a design for a friend of mine, and a uh, business shirt design, paid a hundred bucks. So that's not much, but it's something. Yeah. So I'm good, I'm content good with it for now at least. <laughs>
1: In your 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 Facebook group, I said you've got about four thousand people. I see some fairly uh, well well respected names in the community are, are in your are in your group as well. So right. and yeah, thank you. From so right. what I've seen, you you do a pretty good job in the group of of keeping the peace. I know there's been a lot of contention in the movement over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of as the people watching probably are aware, there's been a lot of fighting between sort of the the Regressive left, the woke atheists, and others. And you do a pretty good job of of keeping the peace. You know, you want everybody to get along in the group. And
0: with the group, I do have help. I've got two or three good friends of mine uh, Shannon Simmons, uh, Sam Jensen, and another friend I just added as an admin recently. I can't remember who off the top of my head. Uh, So they're a great team to help me with. Sam is the admin of his own group, uh, the Heisenberg. Uh, science group. And he has a Facebook page as well. but uh, my when I first started my when I when I started the group, the initial idea was like I based on a friend of mine I said, hey, why don't you start a group? You can post your stuff in and maybe build a community around it up. And uh, it was at the time it kind of struck me as odd. I was like, well, okay, sure, you know, there's another way to connect with friends. But since then I've realized the power of, you know, networking and that community, like I'm still in awe really the people I know are and Ra and Seth Andrews that you know, not only do I know I mean you know, I'm friends with, you know, there's little old me, you know, knowing, you know, pretty big name, people are like, Oh wow <laughs> You know, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know it. <laughs> Brings me to silence because it leaves me speechless. So I'm like, wow, you know, if somebody told me, you know, five, ten years ago, this is where I'd be at, what I would be doing, these are people I would know, and in, in the circles I would be a part of, yeah, uh, like, yeah, right, whatever. <laughs> it just goes yes. to show you never know what's around the corner in life. Yeah. You know, has
1: Has Seth promoted your off the chain brand on on his page, the Thinking Atheist? Uh, no. he Yeah. And I haven't asked.
0: him Or mm-hmm. any others to do that. Uh. with that, anytime I've gotten into something that would be what's the word I'm looking for. Uh, preferentialism. Yeah. You, know, you know somebody like Seth or Thomas Westbrook or whoever. Uh. You know. If they were to promote my stuff, you know, and not somebody else's, you know, there'd be some, you know, some could have issue with that. You know, so it's just, it's an issue better, you know, just not what happen to begin with. Right. Yeah. You
1: know? well, but uh, as, as I've said on previous shows um, and we just launched a campaign this last week at AAI. Um, one of the reasons I want to have people like you on is to try to give a voice using the AAI platform to give a voice to up and comers and, get them out to a wider international audience well, and, you know, people like Seth true. and, and, true. and some of the other big name atheists, you know, they already have all the, all right. of the exposure they need. Everybody knows who they are, but there's a lot of voices that are coming up through the ranks and, you know, we can right.
0: only use a helping hand. So if yeah, I can It's really there. awesome that you're doing mm-hmm. that. And I greatly appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Westbrook. I can't believe I forget, forgot to mention him. He was one of the other speakers for the Atheist Day ATX. Uh he is actually the very first YouTuber atheist activist that I became friends that befriend, uh accepted a friend request from me back in let's say late twenty sixteen or so. This is when he was still traveling through South Southeast or South Asia a bit. And uh so I've known him longer than anyone else. And uh, for the international audience
1: who might not know who he is, can you just oh uh,
0: Thomas Westbrook, that's uh, Holy Kool Aid. Uh, he does uh, animated uh, videos, you know, based on and well, he does live stream also, but is he most known for his Holy Kool Aid uh, website and uh, cartoons, you know, stories, you know, debunking the different Bible myths and and so on. So he's but, an animator. Uh, yes okay yeah he doesn't meet as does animation so but he also does live streams also as well but he's most known for the holy kool-aid yes he is and uh, he's still for his facebook profile which has the picture that was used for atheist day <laughs> atx 2019 and every time i see it i get stoked i was like wow <laughs> that was that was the best day of my life yeah okay. you know, really so and it was all possible through AECA. And luckily, I only live about six to eight blocks away from the Atheist community of Austin's little library and studio. And I'm dying for this COVID crap to end or loosen up to where we can meet in person again. I miss, I miss the weekly in-person community. Speaking of community, that's what I was trying, started to say earlier about my Facebook group, Off the Chain of Atheist, is my, not too long after starting it, my position on it shifted from just, you know, a group, you know, around my stuff, you know, designs and not all. But I wanted it to be more than that. I wanted it to become more than just another atheist group, you know, we're with mad atheists ranting and posting memes and whatnot. I wanted also to be a center for humanism, for activism. For community, for learning, you know, and so oh, uh, I, I aspired, you know, great things for it, and I'm actually, I'm surprised. You know, I never would have thought I would have gotten, you know, four thousand members, <laughs> but that was pretty cool. I was, a, I even made a graphic for that. You know, was, I can't remember what time it was, sometime last year. Yeah. You know, when I hit four thousand, now that, that was a pretty cool moment. Uh, yeah.
1: And yeah, you're learning. You
0: know, the learning section on your page
1: is pretty cool too, and I'll put the yeah, links up for people so they can find right. it. Um, you, you're actually the person who asked me. So for the some people might know that I'm I'm working on a new book on the history of secularism, um, and yeah. you're actually the person that asked me to do a video for your page. Um, yeah. It was something I hadn't even thought about, um, and it was the video was actually quite well received by the people I have sent it to. I, I know mm-hmm. you said you liked it. Yes, I did. Um, I sent it. To, who did I send? it? I sent it to another author. Um, it was a professor who's written his own book um, mm-hmm. on, on, a, on a, I believe he wrote a, a, a book on Spinoza mm-hmm. and I sent him the link and mm-hmm. he was, he said, that's a really good idea, you know, to, to help sort of promote your book by doing a video and something they never thought about. So, so thank, I'd like to thank you for that suggestion. Cause it, it probably never would even have even occurred uh-huh. to me to have done something like that. So. You're very welcome. I'm, I'm glad I could to be of help to you. Yeah. And you also introduced me to John Hammond as well. Uh, about, uh, yeah. yeah. It was about a month ago. I think we had John on to talk about his his graphic novel. Um, mm-hmm. John and I are actually partnering up. Uh, we're going to do a few memes together. I, I mean, I have no artistic talent. I get ideas all the time, but I've always been looking for an artist to help out. Um, so John's been working on our first one. It should. He's. It's a, a fairly detailed one. So he's he's been working mm-hmm. on it. Uh, for a while. I think he's gonna be he's almost done. So we're gonna have that come out awesome. probably within within the next couple of weeks. We're actually gonna run a contest around it because it we're actually mashing several different atheist mm-hmm. um, memes together into sort of a mm-hmm. collage kind of like find kinda like a where's Waldo like find the atheist meme. Okay. So hopefully we'll cool. have that out in the next couple of weeks. So
0: awesome. Definitely keep me posted on that. I look forward to mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I've known Don for a few years now. Uh he's one of, he's one of my consider Prior to social media, you know, I did not believe that you could actually form real friendships, you know, on, purely online. And yeah. I've been pleasantly, you know, disproven. You know, I've got three people on my list that I consider close friends, and we still haven't gotten the chance to meet in person yet. Yeah. Yeah. But I never thought that possible And um, but... <laughs> I'm a perver- I'm a convert. <laughs> I mean I've I've had people I've been talking to.
1: I met them in like online trivia rooms like 20 years ago and we're still friends and still talk and we've never met, you know, because they there was like a global chat, a global trivia chat. Awesome. You no, know, even my wife, my wife and I met it was, you know, we talked for a year and
0: a half before we even met. So Cool. That's mm-hmm. great. Uh yeah. that was another one of the great things about Atheist Day ATX, I got to meet about Oh, I'd say just under, I'd say 10 to 12 people that I was friends with online. They came, people came from out of the state. We even had a guy from Canada, uh, you know, this phrase six degrees of separation. Yeah. The guy from Canada that I met that was a good friends. you know, lived in the same place as one of my other Facebook friends, Rob Ace, in uh, Edmonton. And they're both members of the Edmonton Society of Atheists, so, so that was a kind of a six degrees of separation. You know, I was like, hey, <laughs> I met you. You just came down here for Canada for this event, and it just happened you came from the same place as this friend of mine. You so know, that was pretty cool. Uh, we had uh, two or three people come from England. You know, their entire you know visit to the states was centered around that event. And but. Not only did I get to meet, you know, a few of my online friends in person, I also made twice that many more friends you know, and connections. You know. Yeah, you know, I, I love networking, Yeah, you know. I think the online community is
1: especially important for atheists, especially ones who are living either in cultures or in families or even just in regions, such as like okay. the Bible Belt in the U.S., where there's a strong religious community um, um, atmosphere and, you know,
0: well, in the Middle East and Islamic countries. Were, yeah. And you know, so it's, I think it's very important. Nation, they, you know, they face threats and widely harm and death. Yeah.
1: And, and to know that there's a community out there of, of like-minded free thinkers, I think is, I think is kind of a mental lifeline for a lot of these people. Um, yeah. 20 years ago, I lived in Kansas. Uh, so I, I'm well aware of the sort of the, the midwest bible belt mentality in the u.s and the the, the, right. the strong evangelical sense so, you know i had co-workers all thought, "Oh, you should come to church with me this sunday i'm like yeah thank you i don't feel like bursting into flames you know so, mm. yeah right. but yeah i think especially
0: in the that's something i've posted about many not specifically online community i've posted specifically more about in person you know how the one thing I think the atheist community is lacking is the in person communities, you know because we're so small and fractured to me whenever I posted about this, I'd have people react atheists reacting well, that's too much like church, you know would be their answer you know so many of them said that or something almost just like that, and well, I was like, oh, yeah well religion, there is religion no, atheist of the churches as well there's a, a few of those,
1: not many right. but there's a few so
0: right yeah. And, uh, but it's the only I don't know. People think that religion has a monopoly on community. You know, community came about before religion. Yeah. Just you know, but and that's what people don't understand. You know, that was the last time that I did try a church. Uh, that I was after high school. I was in and out of church, mostly out unless I was going with a girlfriend's family, or it was a particularly you know down part of my life and I was not maybe God's the answer you know so I go try church again and the last time I did you know I realized that it wasn't a relationship with God I was looking for you know a relationship with Jesus it's a relationship with other people that community that sense of bond bonding mm-hmm. yeah you know? and we we desperately need that we need more people we've got like for example, atheists helping the homeless which started here in Austin back in I think, 2009. Uh, I can't remember the name of the guy, it was a different line, that started it. And it's now in several different cities, several different states have chapters of it. So, and we have Austin uh, Humanistic Org. We have little small community organizations here and there. But the only people that really know about them are us. They're atheists. Yeah, we're the only ones that really know know about them mm-hmm. except maybe somebody that drives the car buys and sees them and doesn't give them any second thought but
1: someone but, like you back in 2016 was looking for a community can go online and find that there's a community when they're when they're ready mm-hmm. to seek that to seek
0: that out so right uh, yeah. but uh, I, just, I think it's important that we work on building that community and having a more visible public space you know because you know you know when we're not in the media much, but when we are, it's generally negative, you know, the negative stereotypes, you know, we're a bunch of, you know, people that are mad at God and or hate God. And, but how can you be mad at something that you don't believe in <laughs> or hate something you don't believe in? Yeah. You know, I, it's, it's not God's that I have a problem with, it's, it's fan club. <laughs> But uh, yeah
1: we got uh, an interview coming up in the next in the next week couple of weeks um uh, with one of the founding members of my local atheist community who wow. was a he's a an ex jehovah's witness uh cool. and he he came to our community looking for that sort of that bond like what he was leaving behind uh um, right. as many people probably know Jehovah's witnesses are one of the sects that practice disfellowship so mm-hmm. By him coming out of the atheist closet, he he essentially lost his entire family, who no longer speak to him. So, right. having that free thought community was was quite important to him. Yeah, so.
0: it's a lifeline, really. Yeah, on, but, yeah. Like I said, and it's not just to build up our public image to combat those negative stereotypes. It's more than that. It's because that community is needed to begin with. You know, not just you know to combat you know what general populist thinks of us yeah you know, but because we need to, we need to be there for each other support each other
1: yeah yeah there's uh i did a talk uh in 2015 i was in the philippine atheists had an international conference they actually hosted the uh the general meeting for at the time it was, now it's humanist international but at the time it was iheu and they hosted the annual meeting there and then they had the next day they had their their annual conference and i got to speak at that and Cool. One of the senses I got, uh, one of the things I talked about in my in my presentation was the Philippine Atheists actually ran, I don't know if they're still doing it, uh, but they were running free medical clinics. So as many people know, the Philippines is a very strongly Catholic country. Yeah. And at the time they had, I think it was only been about a year, they had just passed the reproductive health bill uh, to provide uh, government funding on providing information and, and family planning in, in heavily Catholic Philippines. and. The, the Philippine atheists were running free medical clinics uh, that would provide kind of family planning counseling as well as other medical issues and I thought this was this is a oh. great public outreach campaign to, to really show the these people you know hey the atheists are here they're in your community and right. they're not they're not immoral people and here they're doing all these great things like funding are funding schools they're doing these medical clinics um, right. I thought that was uh, I thought that was an absolutely fantastic idea. Um, I tried to raise a little money in my own local community. We we got a little bit, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, atheism is not a big hot button issue where I live. So, or at the time mm-hmm. where I lived, it's not a really, it's not a religious society. So, it's not a big, a big issue right. there. I mean, most people there, it's just more of a social club to come out and drink right. uh, once a month. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not really activist oriented. So, right.
0: But, yeah. yeah, I'm like, uh, I'm friends with a. Uh, Gabriel Novak, I think is his last name, and a couple other admins of the. Uh, I don't know if I pronounce this right. or Not Philippines. Kosia Aces Galera, Galera, or Galera. <laughs> yeah, I'll put it in chat. Maybe you know how to pronounce it. Yeah, Correct. I'll put up the link later when, when you have the video. I'll it's put a, it a Facebook group, and uh, I'll let him post in my group. That's one thing I've. In, I've got to po- in case you. I don't know. If, If you did already or not, but if you didn't, there is a pinned announcement in the group for atheist activists and content creators and whatnot, such as yourself, to introduce yourself and your channels and whatnot. And as I tell everyone that joins my group, if you are an activist or content creator of any kind blogger or anything, feel free to post your materials and links in my group anytime. You know, like I said, networking is is key. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and that's something I've learned in the couple last couple of years, just how powerful networking can be. Yeah, no, it's, I think it's important to get. I mean, I know,
1: I mean, back in twenty six or two thousand six, sort of when Richard Dawkins, the whole new atheism movement was really was really strong then, and you, you had the four horsemen. Uh, and now it seems to be it that sort of initial. I think, I think. Society was ready for new atheism at that point. It had been, it had been oh. silenced for so long, and now it seems to have waned a little bit. There's there's lots of atheist uh, groups and and people out there, but I, I think it's kind of lost a lot of that impetus that it first had back in 2006 with all of the books that were coming out from from oh. people and. and it seems to have, like I said, it seems to have fractured. The movement seems to have fractured and sort of cannibalizing itself a little bit right now with certain yeah. certain elements, you know, that the woke atheists. So, but right. I think there's
0: still yeah. there's still you it, know needs and careers to be known. Right. It doesn't help that the atheist community has had a couple a few different events that have caused you know fracturing, within the group you yeah. uh, know, the a couple of years ago with uh what was his name? Elevator Gate. No, uh, ration, uh Rationality Rules. And uh know. he's uh, I can't remember his I can't remember his name but his channel is Rationality Rules. He's a uh English uh YouTuber activist and, and that is that's his YouTube channel, Rationality Rules. And I got to meet him and you know, he came to Austin after a Faceless Forum in 2019, I think, yeah, I think it was 2019. And after Faithless Forum in Dallas, they a bunch of them came to the ACA here in Austin, so I got to meet some of them. But uh, there was a thing with him where uh, some comments that he'd made in some videos uh, were perceived by some people to be uh, anti-transgender, uh, which was never his intent to begin with and gone, but there was a whole You know fracturing of the community over that yeah and then come on we've got enough people tearing each other down in this world as it is you know and we've got you know all the negative stigmas you know that society has on of us you know that we're having a fight you know we can't afford this you know we need to come together you know not be bickering and biting at each other's heels
1: yeah Well, similar to what you mentioned with rationality rules that Richard Dawkins earlier this year, he he didn't make an anti-trans comment. He just said, you know, we should be discussing about, you know, if someone says I I identify as this, I identify as that, Mm -hmm. we we could be at least discussing it. And then that one group, you know, rescinded his humanist award. And then there in Austin, Matt Dillahunty tweeted something about, you know, you're an embarrassment, just retire. And I thought that was really counterproductive of Matt to say that, you know, uh it, it seemed to me to be very to me it seemed like Matt was virtue signaling. Um yeah. and that I whole agree. part of the woke thing and it just it really turned me off. So
0: Yeah. And I used to I used to think highly of of Matt, but uh Oh we won't go there. <laughs> there's no need mm-hmm. to. Yeah, there's enough trash talk is there is internet, so yeah. Matt is, Matt is Matt. You know, was, we all have our faults. Thought, you know, whether we want to admit them or not, you know, and whether they're seen or not. So, uh, no. Okay.
1: All right. So let's, let's start wrapping up. So, is there anything you'd like to, to finish off with, and what you'd like to tell people about uh, your off-the-chain atheist, your group,
0: your, your designs? Uh, well. Nothing. You know, the only thing I can think of is uh, I I want to stress how important I think it is that we work on building community and not just online, but, you know, trying even, even the atheist Atheist community of Austin started off as just a monthly little meeting of less than a dozen people. Yeah, you know, so. You never know what four or five people meeting at the coffee shop each month, you know, could lead to, you know, given enough years. You know, but it, the goal wasn't necessarily, you know, to build these large communities, just to have a visible presence and being active in our community, not with just with ourselves, but be an active part of our community in a positive way, thereby demonstrating that, you know, being good doesn't require a belief in God's. Yeah, that we're just like everybody else, just because we don't believe, you know, it's something without evidence, you know, it doesn't make us bad people.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah, I I interviewed um, Randolph Richardson, who was president of Canadian Atheists, Uh, uh, a couple weeks ago. One of Randolph's uh, main goals is to normalize atheism because of what's going on, this sort of perception Ah, uh, that we are in immoral people. That you know, we need to normalize that we're not we're yeah. not bad people. That we're doing good things. We're good without God. So yeah, I think that is a big part of what needs to happen globally.
0: All right. As I, actually, you know, one of my friends, uh Pastor Mike, and uh, I think Oz uh, Austin Mills is part of it too. I think no, Austin Mills is the Tang, the Atheist Network Group. But, uh, Pastor Mike has the Facebook group and page normalizing atheism. I don't know if you're familiar with it or not, Uh, but uh, he just started a group within the past few months, I think he's got a YouTube channel also, but uh, whenever he first came up, when I first saw it, I kind of laughed to myself because I was like, "Hmm." you know, I've been posting on and off about this topic, you know, trying to improve, you know, our image and the perceptions of us is for a while. Yeah, long you know, long before anybody put a normalizing atheism term to it, you know, I was trying to, you know, promote that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. thing. My, my social media has become not just a way to connect with friends and all, but I try to use it, you know, to some good. You know, I use it for different. I post all kinds of different acts, and whether it be, you know, stuff on like global warming and uh, environmentalism, or race and inequality, or anything. I try to use it, you know, for different types of activism. Just, I'm not, I wouldn't call myself an activist, but you know, minor league. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what I do, I just I share the big guys stuff. So. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, we're all doing what we can to try to normalize it and make things better right. and bring the community together. So, so thank you for, for your efforts and what you're, what you're doing and the community yeah. you're building. And Thanks again yeah, also thank for coming on today and talking about what you do and the events you've done. And we look forward to seeing uh, what else is coming in the future, new events you're going to host uh-huh. in Texas, and some of the new designs you'll come up with and yeah. maybe you'll, uh, some of our global audience will, will be inspired to do some. Maybe they've been wanting to do a graphics and haven't had the courage to do it, and maybe we'll take a page from your book.
0: Yeah, speaking of inspiration, Thomas Westbrook, well, all of the other, Thomas Westbrook, all the other different activists, you know, they're all an inspiration to me, but he was the first one that was a major inspiration to me to start using my design work for, you know, because I saw that there when I Googled, when I first looked for Atheist Apparel, I found almost none out there. And what I did find was a lot of the repeat same stuff, and no offense to them, kind of mundane things. And so I wanted to try to fill that, you know, emptiness a little bit as best of my ability, you know, with some stuff that's creative and unique, you know, made designed specifically for outspoken atheist minds. Uh, but, well, I'll so. put the I'll put
1: the links to your your platforms right. in the description. So those of you watching, you'll be able to you'll be able to go to Thomas's uh, storefronts and landing pages and you can check it out. Maybe you can join off the chain atheists as well. And hopefully we can love to have, to have it our community.
0: Yeah. Thank you again yes. for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah,
1: Sorry, yeah, I was no, so nervous
0: no. at first. Like I said, I have no, no. idea why. <laughs> no need to be nervous, just having a
1: chat. So all right. Well, thanks again for coming on. And uh, as I said to everybody, you'll be able to find the links in the description to to Thomas's store and his page. And uh, thanks again for coming. And I guess we'll wrap it up here. And thanks, everybody, for watching. And we'll see you all next
0: week. Take care. Thank you, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.
1: Okay, thanks for listening and don't forget we're on YouTube so follow us on YouTube. Just search for Atheist Alliance International and please subscribe and hit that notification bell. We're also on all of your favourite podcast platforms so make sure that you follow us on there as well. See you next time.